Hello and welcome back all you hookers and slices to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me as always is Nick the Stick. Nick. Hola. Yes, sir. Man, we're back. Yes. We've got PGA Tour on the regular now. Live golf, filling up our weekends. Thursdays through Sundays, it's a thing from here on out, no going back. It's like we're back to normal almost. Almost. Yeah. So I've go I've ahead. golf. It's it, it was fun to watch it on you know, caught a little bit of it on on, on each day. But uh yeah. It's back to have some kind of sporting events on TV. It's just uh feels a little bit more normal but even though the country couldn't be any more non-normal than it <laughs> to have been so yeah there's uh, a lot of things going on in our country um and and a lot of things that have kind of kept us from you know our normal kind of um routine i would say maybe and so you know, getting golf back is definitely is definitely nice, but I think it's still kind of like we're not quite there yet in terms of of like being able to sit down and, and I don't know if we're ready right now yet to be in the flow of it. Like this was a good first tournament, but I didn't feel like it was a normal like midsummer PGA Tour event like years past. Right? It wasn't. Like I'm, my body's not used to live sports yet. Like I need a couple <laughs> exhibition games. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. have all these other things in the world. All these, you know, and, and this layoff that we've had, we've kind of had to fill our own time with other stuff. So it's like we've developed other habits, and we got a lot of other stuff to keep us busy. So kind of coming back into this whole, you know, PGA Tour or watching live golf is is definitely a welcome thing. But you know, it, it's gonna maybe take a couple couple weekends here to kind of get back into the groove of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously with summer, everybody's got stuff going on. And so it's always, I think you and I both like to do quite a few hobbies. So, um, oh, yeah. you know, finding, finding the time to watch it and then, or in, and or catching the highlights at the, the beginning of end of every, or of every day or on your phone, just got to get back in that habit a little bit. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of a just got to adjust to to being back and yeah begin and all the tournaments are flipped up switched around i mean it yeah. feels like we should have had a couple majors by now right <laughs> Which, well this this upcoming weekend is supposed to be the US Open weekend yep you know father's, father's day. day weekend but obviously yeah. it's not going to so yeah it just is it's weird it's it's a weird feeling a couple of years ago this uh-huh. upcoming weekend, I would be going up to Aaron Hills to watch the 2017 U.S. Open. Like, you know, it, in years past, you got this kind of date set. It's a major weekend. Sometimes you go yep. to it. Sometimes you just you just spend all weekend watching it. It's a big turn. Yeah. Definitely, the, definitely the U.S. Open. That's one of the the must watch. Yeah, but not this year. This year is 
It was a lot different. Yes. But, but we are back. We have live golf, and it was a pretty good first tournament, I thought, for a welcome back. It reminded me a lot of of that first, you know, charity match that we had. Like, it seemed like it went almost too perfectly. It, and once again, I'm not saying I'm a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but, I mean, with how this weekend went, with how it ended and everything, going to a playoff, I mean, can you really argue if somebody said this game was rigged? <laughs> I don't believe it. I believe I believe in a lot of conspiracy <laughs> Uh, in, uh, in non-sports related environments, but uh, you know, I do not, I do not think the PGA Tour is rigged. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against you there. Stay no, in play. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely don't believe it's rigged. I just, I just think it's kind of a funny thought. Um, yeah, I mean, it did work out pretty well. I mean, sometimes truth is crazier than fr- fiction, so it's like. Sometimes you can't write it. I mean, well, I mean, the leaderboard was stacked. Yeah, so absolutely. And you are going to see, like, all the big names jumping around the leaderboard, and it's going to feel like, you know, a big, big-time event, like a like a major, so to speak, because everybody wants to go out and sharpen their uh, – yeah, cut their teeth on that in the first event and get back out into the normal – they, they're trying to find their own routines and grooves – you know, to get ready for whatever this season is going to be. Yeah, I mean, and not only was it a just a completely stacked field, but on Sunday, I mean, there was it was a stacked leaderboard. It was, yeah. I mean, there was a there was a chance. There's like six guys. <laughs> <laughs> like I, at one point, I thought there was going to be a six a six player playoff. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was nuts. Yeah, there was would have, a, been, would have been Hunger Games fight to fight to yeah. the death. It was uh, it was a good tournament back though. It was um, and it was it was interesting from from the first day on too. Thursday, uh, a lot of guys went low. There it was it was pretty perfect conditions on Thursday. I don't think there was yeah. much wind at all, and. I mean, there was a lot of talk leading up to it, and, and I kind of bought into it. You know, how are these guys going to come off this long break? Have they spent their time, you know, well <laughs> in terms of keeping their game up to snuff? Or maybe they took some time off, did some other things, and maybe they're going to be a little rusty. Um, but Thursday, that first day back, we saw a lot of people, a lot of play. I I mean, they, they just went low. Yep. And and the biggest, I think the biggest surprise on Thursday was when the TV or the you know the cameras just panned over to Bryson DeChambeau and how jacked he was. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like he thought he was gonna go and uh, try out for for the NFL. Yeah, like he looked like a linebacker out there. Yeah, he definitely. You know, we all say we're gonna try to go ahead and put on 20 pounds of muscle and yeah i mean i guess we don't have the never stuck to it i mean it just yeah within three months i mean he's going from you know a little you know little kind of skinnier to like looking like brooks kepka or something like yeah 
a noticeable difference, you know, I guess with diet and exercise, I mean, I don't know how much of a diet there was. <laughs> well, you got, I mean, you got to eat everything. Yeah. Hands on. I mean, and so if you have a professional chef and a nutritionist and you're just, you know, just eating tons of chicken breasts or whatever, you know, I mean, guys do it for the movies. They can bulk up and slim down, yeah. but got to be motivated to do it and, and have a professional chef. I mean, you just got to take in a bunch of carbs. Pretty much. If you're going to work out three times a day, you got to you gotta eat a crap ton and still be able to then gain, or sorry, not yeah. carbs, calories. Yeah. If you're, if you're working out three times a day, and then yeah. in addition to that, eventually putting on, you know, 20 or how many pounds he put on. Yeah. With working out that much, that's, I mean... Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of a lot of calories you got to take. In. A lot of eating. Yeah, eating, eating is your new hobby. Twenty four seven eating. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I but mean, uh, you're talking about like uh, you're, you're talking about like Olympic swimmer type of type diet. of eating. Yeah. Yeah, my for, dad for golf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were talking about putting on twenty pounds of muscle. He's like, "Well, I did that. I put on twenty pounds." I just haven't turned it to muscle yet. I'm yeah. still uh, still working on that part. <laughs> I mean, having a having a good amount of fat though is is beneficial for turning it into muscle because you got that you got that energy that fat to to burn when yep. you when you work out. And then, did you see? So then, I mean, but it looks like it all works because you know he was leading. The field, I, at least on Thursday, I thought I heard for driving distance at like three forty-five average or something. Oh yeah, he was on he was on top of it the entire tournament in terms of yeah length off the driver. And you see his little pre-shot waggle. I mean, I didn't. I guess I didn't really pay attention to it, but it was aggressive. It was. It was <laughs> I mean, he's waggling faster than most guys swing, and you know, it just looks like. He's just get you can tell he's just getting it's like he's hyping himself up like <laughs> talking about how much he hates the ball and like it I don't know like I was trying to like it was it looked like a, a pre-fighter getting ready for a fight before like the, these long bombs that he was gonna hit and like I'll have to like YouTube it or I'll find I'll, I'll see if I can find one but yeah it was aggressive to say the least I mean I mean he's got a I mean he's he's trying to he's basically fighting isaac newton he's just he's just thinking how many how many newtons of force am i gonna put into this ball right now yeah just well, I mean, math cool equations on his head. it was a pretty cool video on instagram and whatever on social that he put out there where he was in his backyard during quarantine you know and he's just he's hitting into a little pop-up net but he's all he's trying to do is he's got a launch monitor and try to get ball speed above 200 yeah and he did nuts incredible yeah, he he had a couple drives over 200 ball speed in the tournament. It was nasty. It was unreal. <laughs> it's so, yeah. it's so crazy because the way and the way he sets up and the way he like swings, you know, with his his single length clubs and everything. Like yeah, he just he's like flexing the entire time. It's yeah. so like with that with that additional muscle that he's put on, it's just like just like he's like 
in a weightlifting competition the entire time, just flexing <laughs> for judges. Yeah, just looks like a Captain Stiffy. <laughs> I mean, how how pissed <laughs> how pissed like had to he have been to have no fans be able to witness his huge muscles on the course. Yeah. Like he couldn't just turn to like some spectators and just flex. So like check yeah. out these triceps. Look at these biceps, these lats. You have never seen lats like this. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got to be pretty pumped for fans to eventually come back. Yeah, I'm sure he was reading all of the social accounts about beefy Bryson, whatever. He, you know, you know what I think happened over um, over that break. I think what happened with Bryson. Is he got motivation from constantly watching those Hammer X infomercials? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about on like the Golf Channel. The it's like an old driver club. Yeah. And the very, Hammer. Yeah, the Hammer X, and <laughs> the dude, the dude just keeps yelling like pow every time he hits it. And there's like, there's like videos of, <laughs> of like <laughs> a, a space shuttle launch and everything. Like, that's probably what Bryson was watching, like, every day. Just, I'm going to be like that guy. I'm just going to hit bombs over those mountains. Bombs. And that's basically what he did. And he was, and it helped him. I mean, he was right there. He was right there to the end. I think he finished one shot back. He had a chance. He was in that, he was in that group that I thought maybe would would be a six-man layoff there. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) But in the end, he just the short game kind of didn't really do it for him. Kind of missed missed some putts there that he yeah. definitely needed to make to be able to win a tournament. But the length certainly uh, certainly makes it easy, especially on a, a golf course that is um, very, I would say, like. Obviously, the more length you have on any golf course, the the greater it is. But like, th- this wasn't like a super long course, right? Yeah. So like, it it doesn't it doesn't like take these little or these long like. There's no like huge long par fours. You know, it's not a really lengthy course. It's not like an Aaron Hills. It's not like a a lengthy course that really separates the long drivers from, you know, the, you know, the rest of the field. So like when, when he finally gets to a course like that, that definitely benefits longer drivers. I mean, I think he's just going to see the benefits so much more there than he did this past week in this tournament. Yeah. I could see that. But, but he's close, and I mean he'll he'll win again. He's he's won before. He'll win again. It, you know it's so, it's so weird though with with how um, just the game of golf is and the and the players at the elite level like how how they view getting better. You know, obviously length is a big a big thing, but the way like different players do. Th- you know, change things up to to try and get better from, you know, either like changing coaches, swing tweaks to Bryson gaining 
a crap ton of muscle, beefing up like a linebacker, or Gary Woodland dropping weight. You know, like it's like Bryson took weight from Gary Woodland. <laughs> from Gary. <laughs> Gary's like, You you need some of this? I'll let you have it. Uh-huh. Having a sale here. COVID nineteen yeah. sale. Two for one. <laughs> Two pounds. <laughs> exactly. And it's funny. Like it's it's so interesting. I mean, you go back like you look at Jordan Spieth over the years too. Like he had a good tournament. He had a he was right there towards the end too. I like seeing Spieth. Yeah, but like he was dominant for what a year, year and a half, two years or whatever, where he was like he was just winning almost like everything. I mean, not literally, but like it seemed like it. Um, yeah. You know, he was winning majors. He was winning tournaments. He was just, uh, he was just on top of the world. And then he just kind of, he tried. You know, there's always that pursuit of getting better and better, even if you're, you know, even if you're winning major events. Yeah. You still have that mentality, you know, as a competitor to always strive to get better. Because if you're not getting better, you're, you know, other guys are, and so you're gonna lose your ground. Yeah. And then. But sometimes you you start changing things up and it just and he's kind of fallen off the cliff. I mean, his his swing in general wasn't really the most consistent to begin with, anyhow. But yeah. he, he was working with it and he was able to kind of deal with it and and make. I mean, he's a great you know his putter saves him a lot. But it was it was working out like he was winning majors. And then he changes things up, and he kind of falls off a cliff, and he hasn't won in three years, you know, over a thousand days now. I mean, it's it's just interesting what what different athletes and competitors and golfers kind of do to try and get better, and they all take a different route to it. Yeah. Yeah, we all we all go a different uh, different path, but you know, you just got to keep trying stuff, and you know, as long as you're working on something, you kind of getting better i mean nobody's got it perfectly figured out no there's golf is not a game of perfect that's for sure which reminds me how did our picks do this week yes were our picks perfect the no there's (laughs) far from perfect there's yeah (laughs) we're you know not on espn yet right Uh, looks like so for those that recall i'll remind everyone we had round one b uh brooks kepka versus rory McIlroy. um also because they were paired together round one we had jt versus ricky you and i playing a heads up who did who shoots better and then just to win to win only we did we took some favorites we also stuck with our our main picks you know we were stubborn and i I had b brooks and you had rory and then we had for a dark, dark horse finisher, I had Wolfman and you had Mr. Zach Blair. All of those were for 10 push-ups each bet. So because Brooks and Rory tied round one, we texted and pushed our bet to round two. So in that case, um, Clay, Rory shot 68-63 to win 10 push-ups that I have to do here tonight. Um, I mean, so, not, not right now. <laughs> Well, you can wait till after that. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to listen to me doing push-ups. <laughs> no, but I'm a man of my word, and they will. They will get done tonight. Yeah. 
Um, and then a second bet, that one I won with a JT64 to a Ricky 73 in round one. Yeah, Ricky, uh, Ricky definitely had a, a troubling back nine on that first round. That was, that was rough. I mean, yeah. he, had a, he had a rough tournament in general, but that back nine in the first round kind of really derailed things for him. Yeah, definitely. But all in all that, yeah, that uh, that leads to 10 push-ups for me. And then two more bets there. Yes, sir. Uh, well, the we actually tied. Brooks and Rory both tied at 274. So even though it was to win only, um, neither of them won. Neither so maybe so it's a push. I think it's yeah. just a push. Okay, it's a push. We're making we'll, these rules up as we go, folks. Correct. And <laughs> it's then, our show. We can do what we want. <laughs> the dark horse finisher. We did call out whoever finishes higher for a dark horse. Yep. And the Wolfman at two seventy eight beat Zach Blair's two seventy nine. Yeah. So Close final one. tally. Clay owes the house. 20 push-ups. Oh, boy. Nick owes 10. I'm going to have to stretch before I do this. <laughs> I should have I should have been using my uh, my break like uh, Bryson. Should have gotten yeah. jacked. Should have. Should have been working out three times a day. Yeah, not, what were you doing? I mean, I was kind of working, but that's not really an excuse. Come on, do you want it or not? Do you want to get jacked? Do you do want I to hit bombs? Are you trying to hit bombs or not? Do I want to hit bombs? Do I want to hit the ball 324 <laughs> yards on the fly? Same I don't know. Question. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem that great. I mean, I play I play plenty of holes on courses that aren't you know that long, so I'd just be overshooting all the greens, and that probably wouldn't help me at all. So why would I want to do that? <laughs> well, Bryson looks pretty happy. He sure does. I, you know, I did enjoy, um, especially especially on Thursday. There, it was it was funny to see, you know, for the first time, you know, the players kind of reacting without fans in attendance. Yeah, doing these like you know, instinctive waves, and then they're like trying to hide it. They're like, wait a second, why am oh, I? Why am I? Do it. Yeah. I don't know, trying to, you know, yeah. scratch their scratch their ear or something. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, never mind. Thanks, Mom. Appreciate it. <laughs> Courtesy clap for my par. Yeah. That was that was definitely interesting. I, I did it. I did enjoy that. That 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 was fun to see. And, and then some players realizing it and still like kind of going through it and doing the fake waves and stuff. You know, reminding reminding my, me of you know myself on the course because nobody comes to watch me play. So when I make a good putter or a good shot, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna wave to the invisible crowd. I'm gonna do that. I just give a little, a little, little hat, tip of the hat. Hat, tip, hat tip. So it was uh, it was fun to see those guys kind of reminding me of myself there a little bit. <laughs> uh huh. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. But yeah, it was a it was a good tournament. It was uh, uh, just the ending was was very unfortunate for 
For anyone who played the 17th hole, it seemed like. <laughs> Sanders Shoffley had a he had a one no he was tied for the lead and then had what like a three foot putt something like that two foot two foot putts I mean one of those that when you're on the course you're like that's a gimme you know for even for us it seems like let alone a tour pro and just straight up, just 360 degree lip out. Yep. I mean that that drops him a shot, and then he has to try and make birdie on the 18th. That doesn't happen. I think he leaves the putt like an inch short. That was. <laughs> Although I mean he did make some really good putts throughout that round. So I mean, I guess you could say it like evened out if you really want to look at it that way. But still. It was yeah. that was a rough finish for him, and then in the playoff, Morikawa lipping out on seventeen because seventeen was the first playoff hole, giving Daniel Berger, the Berger, the victory. The Berger, yep. Das Berger and Bryson hearing that name is like, I'm gonna go chow down like ten burgers right now. Yeah. Continue chowing down calories. Yeah. It just makes them hungry. <laughs> mm, Where, where's the beef? It's like Homer Simpson. Mm, burger. Burger. <laughs> exactly. All in all, a good a good first tournament back. You know, you can't couldn't really ask for much more than that in terms of you know, you had a ton of players down the stretch who are in you know, striking distance of, of getting a victory. Um, so you had the drama, um, and then you had the playoff. And, I mean, what more could you have asked for? Because I can't really think of it. Bes- yeah. I guess besides fans. Obviously, fans would have made it nice, but... Well, they don't do anything for me. I don't really care if fans are there when I'm watching them on TV. Well, it's more the roars. I think when when like those shots are made, those putts are made down the stretch. I think you hear the roars. Yeah, I think I think I mean that that's what it is for me. You know, it just amplifies the excitement a little bit. But correct, yeah, I guess like maybe at Augusta and stuff like that. But <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I mean, trying. To, I guess on Sunday, maybe. When they're hitting good shots, you hear them clap. But I don't know if I necessarily hear, like, the roars. Like, if somebody, like, from from a group that we're not watching on TV, like, I don't Occasionally, yeah, that, I mean, it makes a difference. I guess I have heard roars from other groups besides the one on TV. And then the TV will cut over. Here's what you may have heard yeah, in the background. Yeah. yeah. You're probably like, wondering what you heard there if you were listening carefully. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, I'm just talking about even just for the the groups on TV when you're you know watching the shot, like yeah. the crowds of, on that hole. Because like Daniel Berger, I mean, he made a birdie putt on the 18th hole, the 72nd hole to to get to 1500 to eventually be in that playoff. I mean, if the crowd was there, they probably would have gone pretty 
pretty wild there. But it was kind of just like the putt goes in, and obviously you hear the announcers be like, whoa, that was a good putt, you know? <laughs> but it's, it's kind of like a little anticlimactic in that sense. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying they should pipe in crowd noise. <laughs> like they pipe in bird noises. But... Or like... <laughs> Yeah, like a sitcom comedy show where they're... <laughs> the laugh track? Can we just have a laugh track for PGA Tour events? Every time a player makes, you know... Or makes a applause, pl- <laughs> the clap track. The clap... No I, no, I want a laugh track now. I want a laugh track. Whenever whenever they make a make a putt, they just hear just an audience laughing. Or, like, after, just played at certain times, like after the Xander lip out. <laughs> that was so cruel. <laughs> Everybody just laughing. Oh my god! <laughs> Marikawa in the playoff. Yeah. Oh my god. That would like, and they not. It wasn't just like on the TV. They actually had it like on speakers on the course, so they so they could hear it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we are so cruel. Or if they launch, if they launch one, you know, into the trees off the tee, you just you play a broken window soundbite, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So quickly here, let's um, let's look ahead. Let's make some picks yeah. for the next tournament, the RBC. Hey, I, say my, I, I, I did, I did pick Wolfman last week. But the other guy that I was definitely was right there for a dark horse, I swear to you, I was gonna text you and not that it really matters, but was X Man. I was gonna I was Xander. gonna go I was gonna go X Man, yep. And then all of a sudden I saw Wolf and like, you know, he's young and Yeah. You know, he just saw him on TV. I was like, ah, I switched it right in the last moment and it was gonna go Wolfman for a dark horse finisher and man, if I would have looked like a genius if I picked Xander. Yeah. Well, you live and you learn, you know, right? Yeah. So, well, I can pick him this week. I yeah, guess. I, I guess. I guess he could. Um, so yeah, let's let's do that. RBC Heritage. The field is pretty much the same. It's a pretty stacked field once again. Courses Hilton Head in South Carolina. Kind of mm-hmm. nice, nice uh, Pete Dye course. There right? you go, Peter. At a kid, Pete. Rest in peace. Uh-huh. Well so, done. Um, yep. So let's make some picks for that. Let's add to our push-up totals here. Yeah. So we'll go We'll go pick anyone, and we'll go pick Dark Horse. And I don't even know what Dark Horse means. It just means... <laughs> We're just making it up be, as we go. They can't, be, they can't be in the top 10 in the world or something. Okay, fair enough. You can do that. So, so I'm going to go because the last four winners of the RBC Heritage have been first-time winners. I'm going to go with Morikawa as as my winner. I'm 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 guessing he's going to get his first first career victory after a good showing this week. He's going to learn from his playoff hole lip out. He's going to sink the putt this time in this tournament, and he's going to win. That's that's my pick. Okay. I'm writing 
typing it in now. Uh, that's your overall. That's pick. my overall pick. I mean that that could be a dark horse, but I'm I'm picking overall. That's I think he's got as good of a chance as anybody. It's true. Statistically, I mean he's hot. You got to go with the hot hand, right? I mean, um, just trying to just take a quick look at like last year. Um, I can, I can, and I, I can give you my my dark horse as well, if you want. If you're still, if you're still looking up some guys. Well, because I said it, I'm gonna go X Man. You're gonna go Xander. I wasn't smart enough to pick him last week, and now. Fair enough. Learning from your mistake. Here we go. I think. I mean, we got two guys that finished top. Well, top three, I guess. Yep. This this past week, so it's going to be uh I think we got two good picks here. Should be an exciting one. Uh-huh. Any man's game for sure. I'm thinking so. So okay, now you're dark horse. Dark horse, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go kind of back a couple years here. I mean he's won he's won at Hilton Head before. I'm gonna go with Graham McDowell. GMAC. Yeah. There's just something about that course that kind of fits him. McDowell. Tends to play well there. Yeah. That G. I spelled Graham. I don't know, man. <laughs> it is. Graham. <laughs> G-R-A-E-M. E-M-E. G-R-A-E-M-E. I don't know. Oh, man, who's the other guy that he looks like? Oh. Yeah, we were, me and my dad, when we went to the PJ Championship uh, in uh, 2015 at Whistling. Whistling. Yeah. Yeah, we went, uh, we were hanging out after the round. And um, I think it was Thursday or something. And, like, so, um, yeah, Graham McDowell was walking right next to us. And when I looked over, I was like, look, there he is or something. And my dad goes, nice round, Ryan. Like, <laughs> Ryan Moore. Ryan Moore. <laughs> look, That's hilarious. Somewhat alike. I think, I mean, they kind of do. If, uh, if Ryan Moore shaves or McDowell grows out a little bit of a beard. I could see yeah. it, you know, especially with a hat on. Yeah, yeah. And it was dusk. And, you know, <laughs> the light was, you know, not optimal. It was there <laughs> shadows. You know, I I was a couple beers in. You know, it's... <laughs> but as soon as he spoke, he's like, "Nasser, I'm Graham." Like, <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. Ooh, whoops. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. You think you oh. think he told Ryan? about that encounter <laughs> uh i don't know Did, i don't <laughs> nah i'm sure that i'm sure graham and ryan had a, had a pint later and they was like dude i there's this guy who thought you were you were me <laughs> <laughs> funny people are calling me graham and no, no way what does mine say <laughs> dude dude 
So who's your dark horse? Who you got? I know. I'm don't just don't all... tell me it's Ryan Moore. <laughs> I mean, if you want to pick it, if you want to pick Ryan, go ahead. But actually, See, not, not after that story, you kind of have to pick him. No, no peer pressure though. You can pick whoever you want. Oh man! All right, let's do it. I'm trying. Let's to... go. No oh, man. <laughs> you going, Ryan? I don't know. I haven't don't seen him. Me... On a, I haven't seen him on a leaderboard in years. Like, it, I mean, he's been up there. Few and far between. He's won before. He knows what he's doing out there. My dark horse. I'm going. I mean, don't Harder the third. Oh, you're going with HV3. He had a good start this past weekend. First two days, he was pretty yeah. good, and then kind of. He and he was up there in some other tournaments. Um, uh, last year, I mean, he, there was the one major. He was in the final group and shot 80. But I mean, yeah, everybody everybody's got scars on the PGA tour. I mean, yeah, everyone <laughs> has their bad days. Um, but yeah, he's definitely kind of finding himself, you know, kind of into maybe a groove, you know, in his career now, the last, you know, last year, last year here, he's kind of starting to put himself, you know, his name up on the leaderboards a little bit more, you know, getting closer and closer to, to victories. And I mean, he's, he's won, he's won before. Pretty sure. That's question. I, I thought he. I think he had a. I feel like he has. PGA win. I will be. I will be disappointed if I'm wrong with that. So I feel like he has. Let's let's use uh, the Google. No. No. It's not looking like it. Number of wins by two are his. <laughs> European Tour one. Okay, he's won in the European Tour. On his Wikipedia page, it says PGA Tour of Australasia. Australasia. Australia, New Zealand. Okay, so his best PGA Tour finish is tied for third at the Northern Trust. Or that was that's 2019, his best finish in 2019. Which is actually his best finish on the PGA Tour. So... But yeah, I mean, he had a good last year. Um, he had a couple top tens. He had three top tens last year. Thirty eighth in the FedEx Cup rank. You know, he's. I mean, he's he's gotten himself you know up on the leaderboard a bit more. You know, as of the last you know year, two years here. So um, you're starting to see his name up there more frequently, and I think eventually that's going to lead to an actual PGA Tour victory one of these days. Yep. Um, so he's definitely, yeah, I mean, as a dark horse pick and not a bad pick. Hey, thanks for, that's kind of like a compliment, right? Yeah, I have, I have my moments. <laughs> hey, I don't got to eat. I don't got to, he doesn't got to beat everybody. He just has to beat, beat Graham. <laughs> no, and you know what? I think Graham's got it though. Well, that's why we're betting another, another 10 pushups. Any other? Bets, was there any other round one matchups that uh, had you exciting, excited? 
I think I think we should uh I think we'll just stick with the the two for this tournament. I think that's it's pretty good. Right. I don't wanna you know, I you know, I don't wanna wear out my my arms too quickly here into this season. I got warm up still here. I got I got twenty twenty push ups. Bryson didn't warm up. He just got out. <laughs> he he did not stretch or warm up at all. He just got to the oh. first tee, just flexed and the warm just, up was the first workout <laughs> of the day. Gripped it and ripped it. Damn straight. <laughs> Get big like Bryson. Arnold Palmer is the master champion of nineteen. It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.